Discovery's four computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Welcome to Baker Muse podcast number four. Now, at the end of this podcast, I will mention some of Baker Muse's most loyal fans. Now, I don't recommend putting this feat on your resume, but it could be a major tipping point in your life. Since the dawn of time, Homo sapiens, well, that's most of us, have created instruments in our quest to make new sounds. Some are truly transcendent, like the sublime violin, the noble French horn, even the petite Piccolo commands a polite respect. But there are some musical instruments that are truly cringeworthy. These are the noisemakers from hell. Okay, let's get started. Number one, the spoons. How boring must a meal be to encourage the use of kitchenware as a purveyor of music? I blame Ed Sullivan show for this. Periodically, you'd see a man playing the spoons, and halfway through the performance, he would get a swell of applause when he banged the spoon against various body parts. A flesh wound is not an instrument. Number two, the kazoo. Created by a man called Alabama Vest and manufactured by a clockmaker named Thaddeus von Clegg, the kazoo made an unfortunate debut at the Georgia State Fair in 1852. Frankly, it sounds like a pair of flatulent bees. Along with the classic Bobby Goldsboro tune, Honey, the kazoo has been classified as an effective interrogation device. Number three, the zither. The zither is a string instrument used mainly in Germanic-speaking Alpine cultures. Basically, it's the lederhosen of instruments. Orson Welles used it in the opening scenes of his movie The Third Man. Regrettably, this sound was the primary cause of Orson's 30-year eating binge. Number four, the alpenhorn. Or, as it's more commonly known, the rocola horn. Now, I imagine Freud would have a lot to say about this instrument. It's fairly large and probably won't fit in any overhead compartment. It's also used by large Swiss mountain men to announce they have a tickle in their throat. Number five, the saw. Yes, the one you used to cut wood also pretends to make great music. We don't think a musical instrument should come from your local Home Depot. Number six. Der Glockenspiel. Roughly translated from the German, it means, Good Lord, what's that awful music? Number seven, the Vavuzela. This South African instrument that sounded so awful, it turned ardent soccer fans into ardent equestrian jumping fans. Number eight, the Sackbutt. Yes, That is the wonderful name given to this Renaissance-era instrument. People who listened actually prayed for the Dark Ages to return. Number nine. Actually, it's a song on the Beatles' White Album. Number nine. Number nine. That everyone pretends to admire, but skip to the more calming Helter Skelter. Number ten. Now, don't shoot the messenger, but it's the cacophony. I mean, the sound of an elementary school band warming up. Yes, we love and adore our kids, but this is a very good excuse to be fashionably late to the next spring concert. Thank you 
Now it's time to give a shout out to some Baker Muse fans, starting with Ed Newt, a sublime photographer in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Kelly Fenn, a woman so smart she got her PhD at age two. Rick Warner, a great actor who appeared in more Matlocks than Andy Griffith. Brett Miller, a high-powered executive for a major bank. They call him the Rainmaker, uh, or Stormy, I'm not really sure which one. Roxanne Porter Curtsy, who adds an extra name each month. And finally, Carol Segrist, a wonderful co-worker who I call Aunt Carol for no apparent reason. Well, until next time, this is Marty Baker with Baker Muse. Discovery's four computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Three, two, one.